Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Sadie Olivia, and this is my podcast, Student of the Universe, where I talk about astrology and tarot and things that matter to me just because of my birth chart. I have no work to do. Why am I up at 8 a.m.? Here's the thing. When you look at astrology and when you do tarot card readings, there's a word that we see so often that doesn't really have good definitions and understanding around it and I think the reason is because it kind of overlaps with science and when astrology overlaps with science and like those self-help books and stuff it can get a little weird at least in my opinion but let's get right down to it the word is routine routine why does that word show up so much in astrology readings and tarot readings and spiritual settings especially when most of the time we are detaching from reality where the routines are based in order to even get this information from the universe in the first place so why do we have to see it so much how do we incorporate it Well, I've been working on my morning routine, so here we are, it's 8am, and I thought maybe I could talk to you about routines. I hope this isn't too boring, I'll try to make it fun, crack a few jokes, hopefully laugh, and if you don't, that's why it's a podcast, so I never have to know. I think the reason routines are such a weird concept is because making them is literally like mental workouts. Also physical workouts. It is a mental, spiritual, and physical workout creating a routine. And here my coffee goes, getting louder and louder. One area of my life where routine has really felt like a workout is with how I choose to work, when I choose to work. Because although there are a lot of really unfortunate circumstances of living in a capitalist society, there is also so many opportunities for jobs at different times of day that use different skills. And I think that really is a blessing. So when I first dropped out of college, I was really delighted to be working at a coffee shop because you have two people, you have openers and closers. And I had chosen the sweet life of a closer. Look, I'm not saying it's easy. If you close your store, I am not saying being a closer is easy. But what I am saying is that I would usually wake up around 11 a.m. My shift would start around 4 p.m. It would be really slow. And when I'd get home from work that day, I would just want to relax. So I didn't use my time wisely. And it took me a couple of years of transferring to being an opener and then opening but being exhausted for the rest of the day to finally where I'm at now where I can open the store, wake up at three o'clock in the morning, go through the most intense rush period that my store has and still use the rest of my day to create content for myself or go back to school like I did last semester. And it took years to sculpt this mindset and the energy in my body to flow in this way. I have found so much value in routines. For example, here are a couple of morning routines that have really allowed me to be an opener who has the rest of the day to do whatever I want. Number one, I shower every single morning. Spiritually speaking, a shower is a reset. It's a cleanse. Even if you don't wash your hair or wash your face every single day for your own physical health, being underwater and being refreshed from either your dreams, your trip to the spiritual realm, or just getting ready from yesterday to wash off those frustrations or excitements and present yourself in the day like it's brand new. So definitely getting ready, whatever that means for you, even if you're not a morning shower person, what is your routine for taking care of your skin in the morning? It doesn't have to be as intense as your nightly one, but what things do you do to activate your mind 
sign that you are letting go of what happened yesterday and you're approaching the time that is in front of you with optimism and strength and courage. So what routines matter? Because so often we are given the same kinds of routines. Oh, you need a skincare routine. You need to make time for being creative or time for rest. Like we get it. So many of these pop culture magazines online or just these general people posting for clout in like a business format, YouTubers and stuff like that. They wanna teach you how to get your routine down, but it always misses the mark. And I think it misses that spiritual context. So what is a routine spiritually? I feel like I'm giving a PowerPoint presentation to one of my 10th grade English classes right now. Why did we present on controversial opinions in high school? Like, who would ask a teenager to do that? We, are, we were dumb. We were kind of stupid. I recently saw something on the internet that said that creating a routine for yourself and then not fulfilling it is breaking a promise to yourself. And so the more often that you break these promises to yourself, the less that you subconsciously trust yourself to fulfill these promises. And so when you start a new routine and you start new habits that you're trying to form, you already don't trust yourself to complete them. So for most of us, we're probably at that point. There is a mistrust in our spiritual, mental, and physical body with ourselves because most likely we have broken promises. And so the first step of this workout is healing that pain between us and ourselves. And the way of doing this is by creating really realistic, easy to accomplish routines. I'll give you an example. My second routine that is super valuable to me actually happens towards the end of the day, and that is journaling. Journaling just for myself. I can write down whatever I want, I can talk about anything I want to, and I try to fill in a couple of pages every evening just to let those thoughts go, waking up a little bit lighter the next day without them. So. How did I get to the point where I could write like five pages a night? Because there was a time period where there was dust collecting on my journal, even though I had just bought it for myself, you know, it was feeling a little disappointing for me because I was keeping up with it for most of 2021. I just drew a couple pictures. Every night I would just go into my journal and draw like whatever came to mind. And my favorite thing to draw is me with like different gender features. So I drew me with like my normal hair, my normal look, but I just put like a mustache on. And it was just stuff like that, like these little fun things that are interesting for me artistically turned into what is now probably three to five pages every night of just writing. And I would write about that too when I first started writing from like drawing to putting my feelings down. I would write, I don't really know how to write about my feelings. It's been a while. Like I would just go through that. If that's all I could think about when I was starting a blank page, that's what I would write. Cause it eventually turned into something else that was actually my feelings. But just saying like, hey journal, I'm having a really hard time expressing myself to you and then letting it flow. I mean, in just one week, I went from never writing in my journal to like three pages a night, so. But all in all, I kept that promise to myself. And so when I said I would draw one drawing in my journal, I did it. And it didn't take me that much, but the trust between myself and myself, <laughs> it was repairing, it was healing, because I knew that my journal wouldn't just sit in one place like a little decorative home item. 
it would actually be used. And now I so naturally go to pick it up when there's a thought in my head that's not something I want to text someone or post on the internet. I'm like, hey, buddy, it's you and me. Let's talk about this. So I did heal aspects of that relationship. And likewise, during the pandemic, I really let my physical appearance get away from me. I wasn't putting myself in a position to succeed. And so recently, I've been also in touch with my feminine habits, like practicing doing my makeup, because if that's something that I want to do sometimes, it's going to require practice. I was not the little girl who was practicing crappy makeup looks at the sleepover. So I'm going to have to start doing that now. And that is some self-love I can show myself like, hey, these makeup looks aren't going to look good at first, but I'm practicing so that one day I can really show myself to my full gender extent to really express myself in the fullest way. Things like that. That's where routines are so spiritual and they are just, I mean, routines are just you hanging out with yourself. Like other people can participate. They can run the errand with you in the passenger seat, but routines are genuinely things that you just do alone for yourself. And I think that's probably the reason why so many of us have issues keeping and developing routines because at the end of the day, they're for us. Sure, one of my routines is that I like to keep the house at like a really nice level of clean. And that doesn't mean like deep cleaning or anything, but I do all of the dishes every day. I make sure all of the laundry's put away. It just is much neater for my roommate and I to deal with going to work because it's not crazy mess. And so I could argue that part of that is because she gets benefited out of that. I still get pleasure out of the way that she benefits from this routine that I have because it reflects really well on me that I have put the time and effort to be the kind of person who can take time out of my day to make sure that everything is ready for the next day, you know? The fact that I'm not just living every day just in this moment, but understanding how they kind of subtly overlay into one another. I could just do nothing today. I could just ignore all of my routines routines, but tomorrow is going to be a lot bleaker if I do. There is a time in my life where hearing the words routine or habit would trigger anxiety in me, and I don't want anyone listening to this to be feeling that even if you are currently in the beginning of developing these skills. That's why I want to emphasize the fact that these things can be fun for you and they can be things that benefit you in a pleasurable way. I feel like half the time when we think of developing routines, we're inspired by people who have had routines for a really long time and are now sharing the outcome of those routines on the internet. And we kind of just want to jump to where they are to that outcome, whether it's like being really talented at art or they have a certain physique that requires really intense workouts, whatever it is, We'll see these things on the internet and be like, that's what I want. I want that outcome. But we forget that those people have worked through so many minor habits to get to the point that they're at. You know, they probably started just by taking a walk around the neighborhood. But of course, that's not going to be the juicy content to put in the TikTok. But the other side of that is also, are we doing this for ourselves truly? Or are we doing this to share with others what we've accomplished? And while it is so crucial to get that recognition for your successes, if you're doing that as the intention from the beginning, it's probably not gonna be that successful. I can't tell you how many times I've tried to start working out just because I wanted to look good by the time it was summertime, and then by the time it's the summertime, I look exactly the same because that intention was not pure. It was not assisting me spiritually, 
and my body was not going to change out of something that was not a pure intention. So how do you know if your intentions are pure or not? Well, when you decide that there's something that needs to be integrated into your life in the form of a routine, you're going to notice the ways in which it serves you as you practice it. For example, journaling has really helped me not vent to people as much about things that later on I'll be like, why did I vent so much about that? It really wasn't that big of a deal. Could have just written that one down in the journal. Now I automatically write it down into the journal, preserving my relationships with other people and allowing myself to let go of those things in a way that kind of stays within me. Another example is that I'm trying to get more into my fitness. And while before it was to look a certain way, now it's because I'm noticing the way that aging has impacted my physical health and to keep up with it I mean all at once in your 20s you really have to develop at least one good exercise because it goes downhill so fast the other part of routines that people can get stuck on is that they happen at a certain time of day when you're first developing a routine you don't know the most ideal time of day for that to take place and so even doing it at any point in the beginning like in the first week if you go on a walk every day but there are different times every day you're still developing a routine you're just figuring out where that routine fits best into your life and the practice still counts Okay, okay, let's get a little interactive in here. I've talked enough about my feelings towards routine. If you're able to, I want you to get up and shake it out. Literally stand up and just jump, shake your arms, get the energy out. If you're listening to this in the car or like you're sitting down studying or something and you can't get up right now, that's fine. Use your vocal cords. Oh. And just make noises with your mouth because we need to get some energy out of us right now. And then you're gonna take a piece of paper or your journal, whatever you're gonna write in. Let's go through your mind. Let's open up the psychology behind what you want and how you're gonna get it. And it all starts in the journal, my friend. It will always start in the journal. If you don't have one, you're gonna need one. Question number one, what routine are you trying to develop? Question number two, why are you trying to develop this routine? Question number three, what is the first way you will practice this routine? Question number four, after practicing, which time of day do you feel this routine fits best in your life? Question number five, when this routine is fully developed, what does that look like? Do it again and again and again and again with every routine you have, five questions, and you're gonna know what you're gonna be up to in 2022. I'll go first. Number one, I want to develop the routine of being more physically active. Number two, I want to develop this routine so that I can use it into my future and maintain health over the course of my lifetime. Number three, I am going to start by taking walks around the neighborhood. Number four, these walks around the neighborhood are best for me after I've gone to work, but before it gets too cold in the evening. So around the middle of the day, which means I'll probably be going on this walk alone, but that'll be good for me and my thoughts as well. Number five, in the future, this routine looks like me actively working out, being toned and strong in order to best go through my life at the health that is optimal for me. I haven't even started that routine yet. <laughs> I am, it's... Okay, look, there's four inches of snow outside, but even before there was four inches of snow outside, it's chilly, it's December. So I'm a little discouraged in my own routines right now, but I'm just gonna have to pack it up layer of layer of jackets and get on with it. 
Imagine that creating a routine is taking who you are and manifesting your true self outside of your own physical body. That means that most likely you will need a journal to represent the mental and spiritual components of this, and the routine itself will be the physical component of this. Look, the universe does not know the difference between a $1 spiral notebook from the Dollar Tree and a super expensive, like, $100 leather-bound journal, okay? So you just need some paper to manifest in, and then it will best be represented in the physical reality because of that. Writing these things down and getting out that spiritual and mental side of it, that is such a crucial part of creating a routine. Working it out beforehand and knowing why you're doing it and what you need to do, that is so important. My cat is staring at me right now. Peaches has her PhD in clinical psychology, and so we're gonna get a few words from her. Thank you so much for that, Peaches. That was super helpful. I feel like everyone's going to take something away. That's all I got for you, folks. It's January 4th as I am recording this right now, and that's all I got for you. I hope that you journal. If that's all you get out of this, I hope that you're journaling right now or planning to today. And I hope that your journaling turns into the life that you've always wanted. To be honest, I love you. Until next episode, I'm trying to do a new podcast episode as often as possible, hopefully daily, but we'll see what happens. Thank you so much for listening. There is nothing you can't do if you set your mind to it. Let me rephrase that. You can do anything you set your mind to. That's better.